Aloha and welcome to the Murph's Place 808 for the Love of Golf podcast. I'm your host Murph and in the studio tonight we have a person that some of you locally may know and have heard of, I'm sure, unless you've been living under a rock. We have Mrs. Rose Baracchio Harmon in the house. Rose, welcome to the studio. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me on the show, Murph. No, thanks for coming in. Uh, obviously, you, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I interviewed your husband, John Harmon, uh, a, a.k.a. my boss, uh, about the golf industry. But I wanted to get you on because... Obviously, I want to talk to people that are playing golf, and I want to get a, a little bit about their background and whether they've had lessons and, and the purpose for them playing golf. So I wanted to get you on not only that, but for, for my female listeners um, so they can relate to somebody that is maybe in the same boat that they're in or, or maybe doing things for the same reasons that you're doing them. So uh, just a little background on uh, Rose for some of you that don't know. They... Uh, her and her sisters had a TV show called uh, Living Aloha, Living Local, Living Local mm-hmm. with the Brockios. Um, they're a very talented family. I found that out probably the first time at Turtle Bay <laughs> when uh, your brother, Johnny B, started playing the guitar and you started singing. I was like, holy cow, not only you two, but the whole family, nephews, cousins, <laughs> nieces they're they're all very talented talented family so um and also your sister you had a sister that was miss america yes she was angela baracchio miss america 2000 2000 20 years ago it doesn't seem that long ago long time ago i mean i remember i was telling john that um i obviously met john back in 2001 at the sony open but um it doesn't seem that long ago it doesn't but that's been 20 years ago. I know. Where that's does, nuts. Where does the time go? That's crazy. <laughs> so, um, obviously, being married to a, a PGA professional, is that what, what got you into playing golf? So, of course, John got me into golf because he started working at a golf course. And this, you know, we've been married 22 years so I think he started in the golf industry probably 25 years ago. And the first golf course that he worked at was Ko'olau Golf Course. And at the time, that was the toughest golf course in the nation. And that's where I learned how to play golf. You learned at Ko'olau. <laughs> Holy cow. Wow. Uh, and that's why I was such a bad golfer for many, many years many years but also you know i um i only played golf like once a year so you can't really get good if you play once a year right i did love it um i was an athlete in my younger years and so when he taught me golf you know we went to the driving range and he said hit the ball and i was like what's so hard about that and i would hit the ball he said okay we'll hit the ball again and i would hit the ball and i said this is a really easy sport the ball just sits there and you just hit the ball (laughs) did did you yeah did you play uh softball in high school i know you played basketball right i was a basketball player i played a little bit of volleyball and i was a cross-country runner but when i was at the driving range i felt like golf was super easy like it wasn't hard to just hit the ball so then i'm like okay let's go play play golf 
So we went out to the chorus and he hits from the blue tees or whatever color his tees were. And I was going to get up and hit. And he's like, no, 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 no. You don't hit from here. You, you hit up there. The ladies tees. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> we have different tees. Like, what is that all about? I did not get it. So I said, well, I don't know why you have to, you know, I have to hit from the tees farther up. I think if you hit it from here, I can hit it from here too. So I was very stubborn. That's how I. <laughs> well, that's, that's probably your competitive edge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thinking if he could hit it from there, you could hit it from there. But playing on the golf course and hitting a ball in the driving range were two different things. You know, as you know, there's a lot of things that go into the game of golf. It's not just hitting a ball on the driving range, right? Right, it's right. The, it's the drive, then it's the short game, then it's the putting and the chipping, right? And you have to put all that together to get a good score. And then you throw in the wrench of the the type of course that you're playing with the sand traps and the water and the wind and the, all the other elements that get involved with you trying to hit a ball. And so it, it's actually a really difficult game to play. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But, but uh, like you said though, being, I think the athletic people have a little bit more of, of an advantage than, you know, just the common person that wants to pick up golf and is not really an athletic person that mm -hmm. didn't compete in athletes yeah. and athlete, um, athletic events. Right. And so I think that makes a difference as far as how easy um, or how more uh, adaptable it is for a person to, like you said, go to the driving range and hit the ball and mm -hmm. think, oh, that's what's so hard about this game. Mm -hmm. But like you said, when you got to factor in all the other things, the course and the conditions, the the wind and and, and hitting a second shot mm -hmm. and a third shot and putting. So, um, yeah, I would agree with you on that point. What, uh, as far as your skill level, I, know, I mean, obviously you play, I see you on Wednesday nights at Moanalua with your group that you play with and um the prosecco is flowing I, and i and i got you prosecco tonight <laughs> as a you, matter of fact you. so cheers cheers i'm drinking my normal drink jameson and water um do you have any uh, uh desire or anything like that to play any tournament golf and when i say tournament golf i'm not necessarily just talking about going to a scramble with three or four of the people and playing a scramble but i mean actual competition you're playing your own ball and trying to win a tournament. Do you have any desire to do that? Or did you have any desire to do that when you first started playing? Yeah. So in the beginning, like you said, I was super competitive and I wanted to, you know, get really good because I was just used to being good at stuff. And when I wasn't good, it was very frustrating. Um, and so I would just play and I would count every stroke. And if I went into the sand and it took me 10 to get out of the sand, I would count every stroke, right? And really, really frustrating. And then he would get frustrated, like, you know, why, why don't you just pick up your ball? And it took a long time for me to just get over it and say, you know what? You're not on the LPGA tour. You're not playing for money. You're just playing for fun. And then so he had this um, theory, right? Um, okay, we're not gonna keep score. We're gonna do a happy face or a sad face. So after every hole, how did that hole feel? Did you feel happy about it or did you feel sad about it? And when you have more happy faces than sad faces, then you can say that you've accomplished something, you know? Yeah, I like that. I like that. That's a good, I think that's a good starting point for some people that, that are getting into it and getting that frustration because there's some people that start trying to play and they don't real, they realize that it's not as easy as what they thought it was gonna be. And then they quit playing mm -hmm. and obviously, 
you want the game to grow. You want people to, to, to play and enjoy it. You don't Mm -hmm. have to, you don't have to play tournaments. You don't have to be really super competitive, but have fun doing it. If you Mm -hmm. have fun doing it, who cares what you shot on a hole? Yeah. So that's the thing. So uh, about two, two and a half, three years ago, John started running, um, one, a little golf course. And that was really, really convenient for me because it was close to work and I could fit in nine holes after work. And then I started playing once a week. And that is when I truly saw um, an improvement in my game. Prior to that, like I said, I would golf once a year on my birthday, maybe twice a year, three times. We I played a couple of tournaments, you know, um, just scramble tournaments, fundraising tournaments just for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would never tell people that I was a golfer and I would be afraid to play with people that I didn't know because I was embarrassed that my game was not so good. But once I started um, playing at Moanalua once a week and, you know, John was giving me regular lessons and I could actually improve, that's when I found my little girls group to come play on Wednesdays. So a couple of my girlfriends come and we play nine holes after work and we're not competitive at all, but, you know, we're we're actually not bad golfers. So, you know, we're not competing against each other. We're not betting any money. We're not going for any trophies. But we would at some point, you know, wouldn't mind playing a tournament and winning something, you know. But it's not like we're going to um, kill ourselves trying to be the best golfers in the world. We're out there having fun after work, um, getting to hang out with the girls, have some drinks, and, and just play. Yeah, I can I can verify that you guys are definitely having fun. <laughs> There is no doubt when Rose Baracchio is on the course, because when she makes a par or a birdie, the whole course knows the it. The whole course and, knows We love that, though. It doesn't happen that often, but when it does, you will hear me. You, uh, I, I think Wednesday night, you must have done something good, on, or somebody did, because you're even cheering on the other people oh, yeah, when they absolutely. do something good. And so we were on seven, and... Um, I think one of the guys said Rose must have made a birdie on three because <laughs> she they could hear you clear down on three. <laughs> we get we get very excited over our small victories, you know, a chip in or a twenty foot putt, you know, or you, you stick the ball right next to the pin. Those are the kinds of things we get super excited about. We do get excited about pars and extra 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 excited over birdies. So. Yeah. But that's, that's the point of, that's, that's what I love about, especially with that group you guys play with. Like I said, you know, when you guys are having fun and that's what it's all about, especially for, for people that aren't in it for competitive reasons. So, yeah, I think that's key. You know, if you want to just get out and play and you're not trying to, you know, win any tournaments, find somebody to play with that you're comfortable with. You know, and it doesn't even have to be somebody that's um, super bad or super good. It's just somebody that you know and that's willing to work with you, you know. Right. And I try, we, we get new people to play with us and they're like, oh, I'm really bad. And I'm like, well, don't worry about it. You know, we can help you. Right. And, right. and that's that's who you have to find, people that are willing to, to play with you and, and teach you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's take a short break and we'll be right back. All right. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking with Rose Baracchio Harmon today in the studio here on Murph's Place 808 for the Love of Golf podcast. And Rose, we, were, we, we left off, we were talking about your, um, your reasons for playing and uh, obviously playing on the Wednesday group. Uh, how, about, how about this? If, 
if you were able to play more, would you play more? Yeah. So golf, as you know, is a very uh, time-consuming sport, right? If you're going to play 18, that's five hours of your day. Not everybody has got five hours a day. I definitely don't have five hours a day. I work uh, full-time, 40 hours a week. And so squeezing in nine holes after work on a Wednesday is pretty much what I can do uh, for golf. I mean, the weekends are free, but then the weekends are all time to catch up and go to the beach and clean the house and do laundry, right? So um, if I didn't work as much, if you know, I, ha- I worked less hours, I could probably fit in more nine holes. I do prefer playing nine uh, than 18 just because it's it's just right. It's about two, two and a half hours. You get out there, you get some sunshine, you get in some good shots, you know, and then you're done, right? But um, 18 holes is a bit long for me. Five hours is a long time to be Yeah, that, that was going to be my next question, What which you preferred to play, nine or 18. I really love nine. Uh, yeah, nine goes by so fast. Um, and I've been playing 18 more recently. And definitely when your game gets better, 18 gets a lot easier. Um, but that's in the past why I only liked nine because I wasn't so great. And after nine, you're just like, oh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's funny too because this time of year here, you only have time for nine holes really mm-hmm. when you're playing after work. Right. The sun you know? sets early. Yeah. So that it's the perfect amount to play when you're when you're playing nine holes here. Matter of fact, Wednesday night I think uh, Brant and Francine they came in and it was dark. Oh my gosh! Well, Brant, Brant, Francine right. didn't play, but right. Um, and and you guys have how many groups on t- on Wednesday night? We usually have about two groups playing every Wednesday. Yeah, because it just started at one time. Started. I think um, your sisters Tess and Berna. The first time I met them, I think, was over at the Puka. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They, you guys used to come to the, oh, the yes. par three golf course I work at, at Kailoi. Yeah. And you guys would play there um, at least once a week there oh, for yeah. a long time. That's what we did before John worked at Moanalua. The par three was our jam. Yeah. We would yeah. go once a week and love the par three. I really miss the par three. I, I want to go back. But unfortunately, COVID has not cooperated. So once you guys... Are ready for us. I'm definitely yeah. going to play that par three. I miss that course so much. Yeah, it's a fun little course. A so great place fun. to work on your game. So fun. Uh, where do you see where do you see your golf game going? Do you think you're going to end up playing more or playing any tournaments or scrambles or? Well, definitely because John is working at the course and it's so conveniently located. Um, I am definitely playing more golf and want to play more golf and because I actually feel like I'm improving and getting better then makes you want to play more. Yeah. So. Right. When you start making, making more pars and mm-hmm. birdies, that all that does is make you want to play some more golf. Exactly. So as you get better, then the more you want to play golf. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's where I'm, that's where I'm going. I mean, I, again, I'm not going to brag about my golf game, but I, I can hold my own. I'm not, I'm not as scared to play with people anymore. You know, uh, I was really, I had a problem trying to play with strangers. I would be like, no, no, I don't want to play with any strangers. Really? But if I have to play with strangers now, I'm okay. Cause I'm, I'm confident enough. Well, let me ask you this. What, what advice do you have for, um, somebody, whether it's male or female, what advice do you have for somebody that is wanting to get into golf? First off, let's, let's talk about that. 
what advice would you give somebody who is wanting to get into golf, but they're not sure because maybe their expectations are a little too high or they want to be really good really fast? What, what, what kind of advice would you give those people? Okay, so number one, don't expect to get really good really fast. Number two, highly recommend, highly recommend a couple lessons before you actually go out. Um, and my husband, he's a pretty good teacher. If you want it. <laughs> yeah, he, he actually is a good teacher. Um, he's He gives lessons quite often at Moana Lua, so um, there's a lot of people that have benefited from his advice. And I, I wouldn't, I, I he gave me a piece of advice about chipping. It was kind of weird. I mean, I never, I never heard of it before about chipping with one hand only um, starting out, but uh, it seems to have helped a little bit with my chipping also. But, uh, when you're out on the golf course and you see him out there giving lessons, it's pretty cool that the people are, he's out there having them chip one hand and then two hands and then hitting some shots. So, um, when anybody, whenever anybody wants a lesson, I always tell them, Hey, go, go talk to John. Yeah. If I don't tell him to talk to John, I tell him to talk to, talk to Charlie Nicone over at, uh, Mamala Charlie's Bay. another great teacher. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. So that's what I, I would recommend is, is take, one or two lessons before you actually go out someone that really knows what they're doing you know um and and i know some people don't want to spend the money on lessons i know i never did but it is it really is a great great investment especially if you're getting started once you've got your lessons in the bag find a buddy that's willing to take this journey with you so you're not alone and you go out there with somebody that you like and somebody that is also interested in the game. And I think that makes all the difference in the world when you have somebody to play with. Um, it makes it that much more enjoyable. Yeah. It's always good to do things, especially when you have uh, a couple of people that that enjoy doing it. And, and even, like, like I said, even if it's not about competition, mm -hmm. they just want to go out – you could just go out and have some beers and, and smack the ball around. Exactly. You don't even have to keep score. Mm -hmm. like, like you said, just do happy face or sad face. Right. How do you think that whole went? Did you like it? If you, if you didn't like it, draw a sad face. Right. Right. Um, on the, on, so on the Wednesday group, when you guys are playing, uh, are you each playing your own ball or are you guys uh, playing like the best shot? We do. We do play our own ball. Um, <laughs> on days when, uh, my drives were not so good, then I would just, you know, if I hit my ball into the ditch or <laughs> hit it into the trees, my drive, I just use Sandy's drive because Sandy has a nice consistent drive. And you know what? Uh, um, I feel good about that hole after I hit Sandy's drive. Yeah, I know. I know a, a few times that we've played together. You're, you're like, I'm not teeing off. I'm using Murph's ball. Yes. Or I'm using John's ball. Right. Or I'm using somebody's ball. Right. I'm using their drive. That's where I'm dropping my ball. Yeah. And you know what? At the end of the hole, I par the hole with somebody else's drive. Who cares? Yeah. I, I'm happy. <laughs> That's all that matters, right? Yeah. That's all that matters. So. Yeah. Yeah, I know that John is even uh, mentioned to a couple of the of the. Uh, people that he he's given listen lessons to that um play the best ball yep don't even play your own ball mm -hmm. you both hit a shot pick which ball is best and play from there and yeah. go in so when i invite other people to come play with us and they're not you know golfers and they're you know really self-conscious well i'm not good i'm not good when i recommend let's just play best ball and they seem to have much more fun when you do it that way 
than yeah. when you, you know, follow the rules and play every single stroke. We'll be there all day. Yeah. 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 Well, um, I'm going to, I got another question for you, but we're going to take another short break and we'll be right back. Brought to you by Smart Boy Studios, the best studio and artist collective out of Ohio. Smart Boy Studios provides recording, mixing, and mastering services, as well as any other audio post-production you need. Smart Boy Entertainment artists Corey Gossett and JV Tree have a new EP out on November 20th, Five Day Friends. The six-song project explores the fun and friendly energy that these two artists have on a track together. With production from D. Swove, Vesta, and Ash Matthews, you can't help but to bob your head, tap your foot, and sing along to the stellar set of tracks. Head to www.smartboystudios.com to stay up to date on new music, new videos, and any upcoming events. If you'd like to support Smart Boy Studios and their artists, visit threads.smartboystudios.com to check out their merch. They offer hoodies, hats, shirts, and more. All right, and welcome back, everybody. So, Rose, I, I do have uh, to bring this up. I know that uh, Moana Lua Golf Course you guys play a um, fun, I believe it's a fundraiser for Moana Lua High School. Yes. And one of the, it's a nine hole tournament. And I, I've actually played in it before. It's a great tournament. It's a fun tournament. You play nine holes, you come in, you have some drinks, have some food. They give out the prizes, always good prizes. Uh, it's a great time and they do it every year. Yep. But, you and there's a there's a a segment inside the the tournament mm-hmm. that it's and it's a two man team or right. two person team right. because the one year the first year you and your husband John teamed up mm-hmm. in this segment you have to be a Moanalua grad yes to play for a a kind of like a traveling trophy you get your name on a plaque right the winner gets their name on a plaque yes bragging and, rights forever yeah and a little birdie told me that the first tournament that you played in was that tournament and you and john wanted the the moana Lua section of it we did and that was when i was really bad <laughs> <laughs> but it was the first annual and it was the format that they chose and for some reason because my handicap was really really high and you know i think i had a one really long putt that went in and that saved the day. I mean, John carried me the whole uh, nine holes, you know, but it was that one putt that took us over the edge to win. So that was how we got our name on the trophy and bragging rights. Well, that is awesome. <laughs> that that's That is so great. But uh, there are benefits to having a high handicap, you know. There are. There are benefits. And any time that you're playing in a scramble, you want people with high handicaps to play with you because right. you're going to get those strokes. And all they got to do is make a couple of pars and it pays off in the end. That's it. That's it. So, uh, all right. So I have one final question for you, Rose. I kind of ask all my guests uh, a question just random. Doesn't even have to always do anything with golf. All right. And so your question tonight is, do you have a birthmark? If so, where is it? I do have a birthmark. That's funny. It's on my right hand and it's red. It's a red birthmark. And when it gets really hot, it gets super red. And then when it's not as hot, it kind of like fades away. 
So a lot of people that have known me for many years, they never noticed this birthmark until, you know, one day it's hot and I'm sitting in a room with them and they're like, did you burn your hand? Did you, did you get beaten? (laughs) Like, no, it's my birthmark. They're like, I've known you all these years. I've never seen that birthmark. I'm like, yeah, it's been there forever. And I was one of those people because I asked you at Moanalua that one night. I'm like, Rose, what'd you do to your hand? And you were like, it's a birthmark. I'm like, that's not a birthmark. And you were like, yeah, it's my birthmark. And I like, I was also one of those people that thought maybe you burnt your hand. Yeah. It's yeah. It's funny. It's that's, that's me. That's a great question. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, before we go. Last, final, any advice for anybody out there playing golf, wanting to play golf, having a weird birthmark? <laughs> <laughs> don't, be, don't be ashamed of your birthmark. It makes you you. And um, for those of you that have never been to Moanalua Golf Club, I highly recommend checking it out. Come on down, bring a friend, play nine holes to start. Um, you will be amazed at how beautiful it is out there. A lot of people have never been there simply because it's a nine hole golf course and not an 18 hole, but it is so convenient, centrally located. It's right in the Valley. We always get to see pretty, pretty rainbows. Um, so green and so lush. And really it's the, the oldest golf course, uh, west of the Mississippi, I guess. Is that what they say? Um, in 1898, they they uh, opened that golf course. So you got to check it out. A little bit of Hawaii history, and it's just really beautiful to be there out in, in the valley. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Rose, thank you again. Uh, like I tell everybody every week, if you guys have any questions, whether it be for me or for Rose, for that matter, uh, send me an email at merseplace808 at gmail.com. And, or if you want to talk about, uh, want me to cover any certain topic, send me an email and let me know. So we're going to get out of here. Rose, thank you very much for coming in tonight. Thanks we for appreciate having me, Murph. it. Always fun. Always fun. And we will see you guys next week. I hope everybody has a great week. Aloha. Take care.